Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, another day. Well, not really another day. I was going to say another day, another episode. It's not another day, although Amy and I have put on different sweaters, colored sweaters. So <laughs> it looks like maybe it's been another day, except now we've like, ruined it by telling you. Put it in pony, put a little lip gloss <laughs> on. But yes, it's still the same day. Um, still the same day. We're talking about nails. Erin's got these beautiful purple nails. Yes. Ellie did my nails. Shout out. I love them. Thank you. And mine are just like little. These but are we've got we've got nice nails. like kind of spring summer colors, yes. springy colors, you know. Lime green. Yeah. My daughter was like, "Ew, mom!" And I was like, "No, I don't care." She thinks she, she'll be like, "You're too old. You're too old." <laughs> I'm gonna be a grandma that embarrasses you. Yeah, I can't wait for the day. I don't care. I'm gonna love it. Yeah, and I would. I feel like I feel like our like I know I'm a generation kind of like above you because I'm yeah. ten years older, but like I feel like. Our generation, my generation, um, generation like I'm a zennial, and then millennials. Millennial like writing the, rewriting the story on aging. Yeah, I don't feel like we're going to be like our grandmothers were. No, no. I feel like it's going to be told totally different. Yeah, like we don't have to cut our hair short. No, nope. we don't have to wear trousers. No, nope. <laughs> right? Yeah, we can wear. We're, we're going to be tatted old ladies. Yep. <laughs> Oh, well, I definitely am going to be a tatted old lady. (laughs) I know. I'm thinking up a bunch of tattoos. My husband's like, my husband would like never get a tattoo ever, ever in a million years. He's like, I can't imagine anything I would want on my body forever. Oh, I've I've imagined a few. They're on me now. (laughs) Like I I haven't got a new tattoo in like probably like 14 years, but I have four that I got all like, I got three within a one year period. And yeah. when I might, I might like about age 20. And then I got one when I was like about 29 or so. Yeah. Um, but I have plenty like, that I'm imagining. And I'm, he's like, don't you regret those? And I was like, no, like they're not necessarily things that I would get now. Yeah. But they told the story of who I was then. Yeah. That's why. I, and there's something so, really like nice about having that art. I don't know. I think so. Art, it's, art. It's, like it's I like all for this lifetime. Like why not? Like yeah. you decorate your house. Yeah, yeah. It's just decorating no for somebody who doesn't like tattoos. You do you. That's that's our thing. You do you. You do you. But I mean, it's so I, funny we're having this conversation. I literally thought about booking uh, an appointment to get just like a touch up because this girl that did my tattoos hasn't lived here in years, mm-hmm. and now she's back. Oh, it's a sign. <laughs> and uh, and I, I actually. Actually, there's a really good story about one of my tattoos on my thigh. Oh. I have this like girl. She's got just like a feather boa on her, and there's a tiger and um, uh, a flower. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like the image, and I got that tattoo because I gave her a reading. So in exchange for a reading, she gave me a tattoo. Cool. Yeah. So I'm like, th- I always remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I love it. Yeah, love it. Anyways, so, yeah. So, what do you want to talk about today? Oh, let's talk about how therapy is amazing, and I highly recommend if you're just thinking about it, 
go do it. It's not easy. It's about, it's, there's a lot of vulnerability there. Um, opening yourself up, um, and doing a lot of like inner, inner work kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, going within Mm -hmm. and doing that self-reflection, which is not always easy. So one, if you're doing that, but you, you're not seeing a therapist, but you are self-reflective, I commend you. So I don't, I don't, because I don't think it's easy. Mm -hmm. So good for you. Um, and for me, it's nice to have somebody who has an outsider's perspective Mm -hmm. to validate, uh, my feelings and like, help me work through those feelings. It's Mm -hmm. like a sounding board, Mm -hmm. um, with somebody who had, who's, you know, this is, this is what they do for a living. So, um, I like that. And I've had, I, so I did therapy a few years ago. I haven't done it, been to see a therapist in a while, only because I felt not super connected with my previous therapist, Mm -hmm. Which is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Like it happens. Yeah. Um, so I, f- I discovered a new therapist and I really like her. I really like her. She's just so nice and sweet. Um, we also have similar common, like there's some commonalities. Mm-hmm. Um, she told me she like, uh, because I let her know I work with kids on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's just been like sharing like, oh, I saw this documentary. You might like it. Like it's talks about this. And she gives me also like good book recommendations, mm-hmm. um, which I like. Uh, so anyways, she's really nice. And I had this big aha moment in therapy that I think will be really cool to talk about on the podcast. And I immediately after, like literally after, I voice memoed Amy on Instagram. And I was like, Amy! <laughs> Yeah. I was like, something really cool just happened. All of these things are just kind of connecting, which I always knew. I always knew. It wasn't anything new, but it's just interesting to me how everything kind of unfolded and yeah. centered around my grandfather's passing, my grandfather's passing on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. So the original conversation was just like me talking about my confidence, being confident in myself. Yeah. Where does that lack of confidence uh, kind of come from? Or where, where do we think like it kind of started? And then some of it, not all of it, but like goes back to the time when I got diagnosed with a learning disability, when I saw a psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, and things kind of coming from that. Mm-hmm. Um. Because that happened a year, I think a year after my grandfather passed away, maybe two years, mm-hmm. year and a half, two years. Um, and so like the trauma kind of linked around his, his passing mm-hmm. and how it's kind of like trickled and like created some of these these maybe these feelings that I just couldn't label back then, but now I can kind of label and I can see where um, my, maybe my, how I think now where that comes from. Yeah. And I ha- I did have a, per- I, like I was talking to my um, 
my therapist about it is because she was like, well, what does your learning discipline, what does that even, what does that look like to you? And I can't even really put it into words other than when I was looking at the, the sheet, like, cause my parents shared it with me recently. It says, um, uh, needs more time on tests, struggles with math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then it said, this is funny, but not funny, but yeah. it said fear of death. That came up at school? That came up in school. Well, sorry, that came up in my psych eval when I was getting like this diagnosis with a learning disability. Okay. Um, And my therapist was like, it's interesting. Like, it's kind of like, how would that, if you were to get assessed now, what would that look like? Because I'm, she's like, I guarantee you it's so much different. Mm -hmm. You know, do you even... Would, would somebody now say you have a learning disability? Who knows? What you're telling me is like very, you know, t- general. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, pe- a lot of people need more time on tests or get anxiety yeah. around things like that. Yeah. It's not uncommon. Yeah. And then I was telling her like things that happened to me in like high school where I had a guidance counselor tell me, don't apply for university. You won't get in. Can you imagine? No. A guidance counselor. <laughs> Not doing your job. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. There was one new guidance counselor that came in that basically advocated for me and worked with me. So like, thank you. Thanks to her. Uh, I was like, nope, I'm doing it. I took some summer school courses to get my grades up and I, I got in. Yeah. So um, anyways, but a lot of this goes back to around my grandfather's passing. And when all of this was happening, getting that psych eval, mm-hmm. um, kind of going through my own gr- grief, yeah, but also probably going through the grief that my parents were going through, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Seeing that, trying to process that myself as a child, all of that kind of ha- getting diagnosed with this learning disability. When all of this stuff was happening was at the same time all this spirit stuff was happening to me that I couldn't explain. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I told my therapist that. So I ended up telling her I'm an intuitive medium, psychic medium. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Like not what I was expecting you to say, <laughs> but that's awesome. You know, she, you know. Um, so I was like, it's just really interesting that all that trauma while there's things now that it like it still impacts me and then I'm like kind of working through and trying to process it also like was it was traumatic but it also created this beautiful thing where I can I I credit that that experience to being able to connect to spirit Mm -hmm. so it's it's like this um I don't know what the right, right word for it would be but um, it's just this very opposite, like contradicting thing of like, there's trauma, but there's also something that came from this, this like ability to connect to something that I couldn't explain. Yeah. The other thing that was interesting to me, Amy, is I used to, like, I would read a lot about people going through similar situations and they say some, what, cause what I was experiencing was like poltergeisty things. I was seeing things move. Yes. They, they say that sometimes 
it's that poltergeist activity happens around young teenagers that go through are going through a traumatic experience yeah and what do you think that's about i don't don't know (laughs) i've heard like that before and like that right teenager because it's hormone hormonal yeah because who knows what they're going through you know it's it's such a transitional like time in life like yeah it's interesting it's very interesting and we talk about like death is a transition that's right and so it's a very transitional time but also like i'm connecting with that in between space i don't know yeah it just was very eye-opening to me Mm -hmm. And it's like, I can't totally put it into the right words. Yeah. My friend, uh, I was telling her about it last night and she goes, well, does it, does it matter what it means? Like, does the why matter? I was like, no, no. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, here I am, I get to do this amazing work. Mm -hmm. But I just thought it was just like. Interesting. Interesting. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, bringing it up, I don't know where we want to go <laughs> there. Maybe our listeners have similar experiences to things that have come up for them. Um, but I thought it was uh, just this like really big aha moment that I've always known. And we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. How that, you know, even... Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the passing of your father, mm-hmm. that, you know, things kind of snowballing from there. From that. Yeah. And I like, I have never met a working medium Yeah, that hasn't had, I mean, it's not all born from trauma, trauma. and yeah. loss, yeah. but there's definitely stuff that has happened, yeah. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I I honestly, like, I feel like this is an important conversation. Number one, because I feel like we really need to destigmatize going to therapy, needing therapy, all of that kind of stuff. I think anybody living could benefit from therapy. Yes. Like, let's face it, like, the life is hard. Yeah, you you don't have to wait for things to get really bad before going. You don't have to be in a crisis. You don't have to be in a crisis. I'm I'm not in crisis. I'm actually very lucky that I'm able to go. I know there's people that aren't and maybe would would like to so I also recognize that Mm -hmm. Um, there are really good resources that are free Mm -hmm. um, or there are therapists that do that um, will take clients on a uh, a lower pay pay rate Mm -hmm. like you could go to a therapy session for six a sliding scale for you thank you yeah yeah um but yeah I I would say if you can I always say too if you think you could benefit from it go to therapy if you're already thinking about it yeah 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 i still think i think i think it's getting better but i do still think there's some stigma involved oh absolutely um, for people is like admitting that you think you need help Mm -hmm. um with something i think most of us would wait till we're in a crisis of some sort you know um yeah but yeah, I think it's so beneficial, even if it's just to, because I don't know about you, but I am the type of person that in order to process things, in order to get the aha moments, I have to, first of all, voice it. Yes. I have to talk. Yeah. 
or it, it doesn't process the same way or it might take a long time to get to the same aha. Yeah. Versus, it's like an accelerated kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or like even I was talking to my therapist about like, oh, I got to start journaling. I feel mm-hmm. like I need to like put these thoughts somewhere. And she was like, yeah, because you're giving it a voice. That's right. It's helpful. Yeah. Even if it's you're just writing that. it down. Yeah. 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 I think that's like that, that, that's shift between like when you get to that point, mm-hmm. like versus having that thing underneath the surface kind of control you in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all of that stuff that you had maybe would have processed. And yeah. so it just festered under the surface as like maybe a lack of confidence or a sense of like, I'm not worthy of things. Yes. And whether or not you're consciously thinking that every day, it plays out in your life. Yeah. Big time. Right. Yeah. And it's affecting your life in a negative way. If you mm-hmm. think about it, because I think a lot of people, we will um, kind of judge our own stuff. Like I can't tell you how often I hear from people that are like, well, I don't, I mean, I, what do you mean inner child healing? Like, um, my parents were fine. You know, I wasn't abused. Like what the heck do I have to complain about? Mm-hmm. But there's everybody experiences trauma, even if it's like little, like Gabby Bernstein in her book, um, happy days, mm-hmm. she talks about how that's her most recent book, but she had like multiple books out for the last decade. Like she was quite well known. Um, I think she's called a new thought leader. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, was really, um, you know, um, respected in her field and all this stuff. And then she had a moment, I can't remember what exactly happened, but something happened. She lost a baby. That's right. Mm. Lots of baby pregnancy. And she was mm. moving through the grief of that and then processed this like kind of um, memory from the past that she had totally buried. Yeah, buried and yeah. it came to the surface. And then she had to like, basically, she's like, I had to reprocess and heal all over again. And now mm-hmm. I'm at the space that it wasn't before. And it kind of shows the evolution of the growth, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. also, you know, she talks in that book about big T trauma and little T trauma, mm-hmm. and that we think and we give credit to big T trauma, like um, somebody was killed, somebody yeah. died, um, my, parents something very, my parents yeah. have an addiction, um, yeah. blah, 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 like various traumatic events that we would all blanket statement agree Yes, that was traumatic. And yes, that gives me an excuse to feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the nicest way to say it, but you know what I'm trying to get to. Versus little t trauma, like, um, well, I was alienated at school. I was bullied. I was blah, blah, blah. Like all these different things. Right. My grandfather passed. You know, there's a sense of, of course, like eventually my grandfather's going to pass because he's older than me he's two generations older everybody's grandfather passes like why would that be so traumatic to me and then we we like we sell we what's the word we um kind of devalue it like we don't yeah we we don't give it a voice we don't think of it as trauma and therefore we just kind of what the word is at the tip of my tongue I I hope it comes in yeah Um, Gaslight. Gaslight. Okay, we gaslight yeah. ourselves mm-hmm. into thinking, what do I have to complain about? Like I just yeah. recently had this conversation with a friend who yeah. had something happen recently um, that felt out of her control. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, all these things are kind of resurfacing about like childhood and things growing up and things that like I thought was just normal, but like, I don't think they were normal, Amy. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, I just 
yeah, a, I allowed yeah. the person to speak and to voice it all. And aha moments were happening by giving it a voice. So yeah, I think it's important. I'm glad you're giving it a voice today. So thank you for sharing. Thank you. Yeah. I hope it also just like encourages other folks who might be thinking about it um, to go and get some counsel or just give it a voice. Give yourself that power back. Because there is power in that, reclaiming things. Shift. Yeah, that's yeah. the shift that I was kind of talking about earlier. Like you can allow that thing to be your inner dialogue. I'm not worthy. I'm, you know, somebody at some point said that I wasn't capable of doing anything. Yes. Um, you can allow that to happen or you can, you know, when it comes to a traumatic thing, like you losing your grandfather, me losing my dad, grieving is, is certainly like we need to grieve. We need to process that passing, but we could... We could have stayed stuck in that grief mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. without taking this piece out of it. So their yeah. passing gave us the gift of yeah. recognizing our sensitivities. Yeah. And also world. feeling that love. And the connection. And that connection. Yeah. And that is a gift in itself. Yes. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing, you know, like I'm careful about it when I speak about it, but I do feel like my father's passing, like I'll say it, it was the catalyst for me. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly intuitively feel like at some soul level, like if you believe in soul contracts and all that kind of stuff, I do believe that this was agreed upon that, Hey, these are the experiences you'll have. This is the relationship we'll have. Mm -hmm. And then when it's my time, because that's what he said to me, you know, when I connected to him in spirit, um, when he was still on life support, we all know this story. I've shared it yeah. so many times, but he said, I don't want to go, but I have to go. Like it yeah. is truth that when it's your time, it's your time. Yeah. And so I feel like through that, that like, he let me know that like, regardless, this was his time. And so it feels like it was a, something that was always kind of agreed upon. And maybe it was agreed upon that that thing would then help me step into this. Yes. I don't know. But that's how I've taken it. And I've empowered myself. You know, I still yeah. grieve. I still miss my dad. I, you know, I wish things were different. But I also know that that has allowed me to do this. And maybe yeah. I wouldn't have got to this point if that didn't happen. Maybe it would have taken me another 20 years. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. So it, I think if we can take any little nugget of something yeah. That we can use moving forward from like all shitty and traumatic experiences. Yes. If it's helping you to heal yeah. and to understand or to, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Then what's so wrong with it? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. For kind of, for if you're, if that for you is what works for you in terms of like uh, healing or regardless right like what's is there anything really wrong with you believing that it's the same thing when people come to see us for readings regardless of what other people may think. i mean we for there's hand to god <laughs> this is this is something greater than us like that we're mm -hmm. connecting with um mm -hmm. or spirit hand to you know the creator absolutely um i firmly believe that 100%. It's very humbling work. It, it is. Yes. Right? And regardless of if other people are like, this is bullshit, but, but okay. But also, you know, that's for you. Yeah. If this works for other people, how can you 
judge that as you know what I mean yeah does that make sense what I'm saying yeah, I, I think it does to our all listeners. Things, you know, if it's if it's like a, some people would, re, you know, I, I kind of feel that way about religion too. Like I've totally changed my tune on religion um, yeah. when I started yeah. doing this work because before I did this work, I was never really relate like raised with religion. Yeah, it was something that pulled me towards it. I know this is a big topic, right? It's like oh, we're talking about all these issues that <laughs> I don't want to talk about. But I was always drawn to something about it, but at the same time, I was like, but I don't like this, and I don't like this, and I don't like this and so I don't agree with this and you know there's people that would say okay but like if that belief in God and Jesus and the angels and all those things help you live a life that you're proud of then like who cares like just then if you're not harming anybody that's the thing it's the harming piece I think if you're doing if you believe in something and there's no harm being done to yourself or someone else and it's like then who cares? Like you can believe in whatever the heck you want. If it makes you feel empowered and good and you know, yeah. 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 I I totally agree. Yeah. There's things about, you know, religion that there's really messy parts to it. There is. I think like, yeah, there's parts of religion that like, I feel like there's aspects of it that have been, have become toxic in the sense that the egos got involved in yes. it. So people take it and they see that it, yes. and it's like manipulated into something yes. that is it's manipulated into an abusing it yeah. and control versus what it actually is. Right. Yeah. And um, that's the part that I don't like. And that's the part that I feel like I was kind of uh, about before yeah. but the like, collectiveness, the love, the community, the yeah. something greater than I am, the belief in, you know, something greater yeah. than I am and a connection to all things is the beauty in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Yeah. Thank you for sharing today. Yeah. I mean, thank you everyone. Thank you to our listeners. Thanks for listening. Um, thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's uh thank you for being a soundboard, Amy. Of course. And for I sharing also. Soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. Um I yeah, I'm still working through it. You know, it's something that I like even I think I had I had a session earlier this week and she was like, So what came up from that? I'm like, Well, I'm still working through that, you know, I'm still trying yeah. to vocalize it and figure out how to word it. Yeah. Um a lot of things make a lot more sense for me. Yeah. Um, which feels good to know and understand that. Yeah. And little me is very happy right now. Because it feels like, oh, you see me. Yeah. Yeah. I've been talking a lot about inner child healing lately. Actually, It actually came it's up. I did up. two sessions last night. Um, and in one of them, inner child healing came up and, um, you know, I had mentioned that I, that I, that's, that's a new offering of mine. That's something that I've been doing for the last couple of months. And it's been kind of amazing, like what's come yeah. through and it's like, yeah. oh, um, yeah, I, I, have said that I'm going to put up, um, a, a picture of myself on my desk and I, from childhood and I haven't yet, but I'm going to, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to, this we is, should all this is for you, this is for you. Yeah, we all have stuff from childhood, whether it's like from the family, whether it is, mm-hmm. you know, society, the yeah. other kids, you know, like whatever it is, there's a yeah. part of us that needs that love and acceptance and support. And yes, yeah, it doesn't mean you had a bad childhood. No, 
you know, nobody's perfect, <laughs> right? You find out, I don't know when I was, you find out, you know, fairly early on, oh, my parents aren't perfect. They've got stuff too, yeah. right? Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but. None of us know what we're doing. We don't really know <laughs> what we're doing. We're all just in this great big boat of life together. It's just, it's, it's just experience, you know, it's just, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, I feel like we all know, like inner child, I feel like inner child healing is important. Therapy is important. Um, I feel like therapy in like, whether or not there's a focus on inner child healing or not, I feel like it, it, it gets there eventually. There's Absolutely. some, oh, well, I mean, and that's what psycho, I feel like that's what, is that what psychotherapy does? They really you go gets, way, gets way back. Root. It gets yeah, to the root of it. The root. But yeah, I, you know, for me, with my experiences with therapy and with my experiences with the spirit world, it's helped me heal a lot of inner child stuff. I mean, it's still yeah. there and it's still a work in progress. But like, I think it's about when you, when you experience something greater than yourself and you kind of see that life is just one big kind of experience. It's, it's, it's neither good or bad. It's just experience experience. and that everybody before you know if there's like ancestral trauma or family trauma or like things that have happened in the family I honestly do believe that everybody does the best they can with what they have Mm -hmm. at the moment and I would not have agreed with that five years ago yeah I would have been like nope this person that person harmed me and did this and this and this and they should be punished for it and all this kind of stuff right and it's helped me like forgive and yes. let go because yeah there's people that do really really crappy things and really horrible things and i'm not saying yes. that's okay no i don't think that's what forgiveness is no it's for you it's for you exactly for you. it doesn't mean what you it doesn't mean what you did is okay right it's for you to to let it let it go and let it yeah there's a, like a quote or something that is I it maya angelou I always think of my no, but there's something I read before that says something like the the experiences of my past, the past will not. It was like an affirmation. The experiences of my past will not govern my future. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that all the time. Yeah, that's a really good quote. I think it's actually. From I'm not defined friend. by my past. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's what cycle breaking is all about. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I think therapy is about cycle breaking, whether it's like a cycle in your family or just society. Mm-hmm. It's right now we're experiencing just like all of it. Yes. All of the above is happening. There's yeah. a breakdown in all of the unhealthy, nasty yes. stuff that's been happening for eons is now mm-hmm. coming to surface. And we we're we're in the thick of it. We really are. Yeah. And it's it, it ha- things sometimes they got to get worse before they get better. Yeah. And that's something, you know, things kind of crumble down, but then they rebuild. Yeah, because we're, we're, we we're just rebuild. seeing the darkness that was always there. It was just under the surface. And now all yeah. of a sudden it's here. You took that Band-Aid off, guys. Yeah. Now we're letting the But that's breathe. the empowered piece. Because yes. if you can go, okay, but like all that stuff was always there. Yeah, we see it now, but that means it's visible. And mm-hmm. that visibility is a gift because mm-hmm. now we can you're acknowledging it it. yeah we're giving it that's huge yeah yeah 
Yeah. We'll leave you this we'll leave week. You with that. Wow. Thanks yeah. for sharing your experience wow. so much, Erin. I really, really appreciate it. I'm sure our viewers do too. And we will see you again in two weeks. Take care. Bye. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.